to me keeping up. Got it. And we welcome back to episode number three zero of Suplex Minis. Brought yeah. to you by Couch Guy Sports. Fellas, how are we doing tonight? Great. Diego, good? Wide awake. Could have been just fine so, without that one. <laughs> speaking of being wide awake, Conman, have you ever felt unable to focus, tired, and just low on energy? Yeah, about two hours ago. Well, but, let me let you in on a little secret. I understand that feeling. The Suplex Biddies understand that feeling. We understand it so well that the Suplex Biddies podcast is brought to you not only by the Couch Guys Sports Network, but we're also sponsored by our friends over at Shocked Energy. Shocked Ooh. Energy is a drink made by gamers for gamers. All their flavors come packed with 180 milligrams of caffeine to ensure that no matter what you're doing, your focus will always be razor sharp to keep you performing at the top of your game. Their formulas are designed to specifically give you high energy boost when you need it the most while ensuring to avoid jitters absolutely too much caffeine consumption. So do yourself a favor. Go ahead over to www.shockedenergy.com and use the promo code CGSN today for 10% off your order. Check out their green apple flavored box or even their watermelon flavored box. Oh, and to all the suplex biddies worldwide. Yeah, that's right. Worldwide. Guess what? Worldwide? They ship worldwide. Go get Shocked Energy today and let us help you gain your focus and energy back. Remember, www.shockedenergy.com, code CGSN, 10% off. All right, we got a jam-packed car today. Uh, first off, let's start. Uh, Thursday, October 21st, we have WWE Presents Crown Jewel. Let's do Yay. predictions on Crown Jewel, shall we? Yay. Mm-hmm. You guys ready for you guys ready for that? As long uh, as you are ready. I'm, poor, I'm I'm partially ready. Diego, Diego's been been in a mood since since the button's been recorded. I just want to make sure you bend correctly. <laughs> you do not want to lose a single penny in America's 2021. America's game of gambling. That's right. Diego's Diego's making it seem like I have a, I have a problem. Uh, for those, I mean, for those who don't <laughs> listen to the chases, if you do have a gambling problem, please call one eight hundred Gambler. They'll take care of all your gambling needs. Well, let's go it's back. Called to call, it's called two weeks. Sell, I'll place your bets for you. It's called two. <laughs> it's called two weeks no pump. What an asshole! Kid needs to work out. Yeah, you fucking drink your Bud Light seltzer and you shut your fucking mouth. <laughs> oh, what flavor you got? Strawberry. Hell yeah, dude. Absolutely right, delicious. First, I, I drank the majority of the flavors. I'm on my last one. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> first, first, first match on the card. Just get it out of the way. No holds barred. Goldberg, Bobby Lashley. What do you think? Mm. Mm. This is a fucking doozy, let me tell you. <laughs> I mean, if, if we're all just saying, hmm, I think Goldberg's going to win because I hate everything and he loves to win. In Saudi, and you know he's they got to avenge his son because Bobby Lashley beat up a teenager and all those other things and para- I don't even know, man. I don't even want to like give him the credit, but hopefully it's short, sweet, and to the point. And then they just got to rebuild Lashley and uh, go from there. But I think Goldberg's gonna win it in about ten minutes. Just make it. Oh, you giving him ten? That's fucking. That's too much credit. <laughs> I hope not. I'm, I'm, I'm giving. Him, I'm giving him six minutes and thirty seconds. Goldberg wins. Hell yeah! New records. 
Yeah, I'm going. I'm going with Goldberg as well. I think where there was no holds bar um, as a stipulation here, and the fact that Bobby escalated things to a new a new standard with um, engaging Gage at Crown uh, Crown Jewel and also being in Saudi Arabia where Goldberg is highly respected, highly loved. Uh, it only just makes sense for Goldberg to win it. Uh, I hate that you're right, Diego. <laughs> yep. Next one. Let's do uh, Mansoor versus Mustafa. Ali. Now, big deal. Uh, I think this is the first time that two, I don't want to say Saudi Arabians, but Indian performers maybe have had a main event or a main match on a card or something. I was reading earlier. Middle so Man- Mansoor, yeah. Mansoor is from Saudi Arabia originally, and Mustafa Ali um, is not. <laughs> but he is of the uh, Pakistani descent. Right. So of their makeup is the first time they've had a chance to be highlighted. I hope they get time because that tag team was kind of entertaining. Uh, it gave Mansoor something to do, like he was learning under a new veteran, and Mustafa Ali was just coming off of his retribution nonsense. So it's like, oh, can Mustafa Ali become a bad guy or become a good guy again? Is he going to corrupt Mansoor? Mustafa Ali just decided to beat him up like a dink. And uh, now, you know, hopefully we get like a nice 10 to 15 minute match between them, 15, hopefully, and Mansoor coming out on top because they love giving him wins when they go there. Think of all the you battle take- royals and everything. So who, who, are you, who are you taking, Mansoor? Mansoor. All right. Uh, I'm going to agree with you there. I'm, I'm going to take Mansoor as well. I'm taking Mustafa Ali in this one just simply because Mustafa has been in WWE for quite a while now, trying to develop a big character. Um, and Crown Jewel would just be his starting spot to kind of gain the, the spotlight here. Um, you know, he he started gaining the spotlight a little bit with Attribution, a little bit, making that, you know, that brand kind of work a little bit. Obviously, things fell apart and whatnot, but uh, where it is in Saudi Arabia, he's highly regarded there and whatnot. It just makes sense for him to, to be the guy. Okay. Uh, let's move on to the finals of the Queen, the Queen's Crown Tournament. So it's Delina Vega versus the winner of Dewdrop and Shayna Baszler from the time that we were recording. Uh, what are we thinking? Because I just think it's going to be Shayna Baszler. They're setting it up to be Shayna. I mean, it's cool that Zelina's gotten a chance to, like, maybe get somewhere that's seemingly important, even though, once again, her match on SmackDown was super short. Mm-hmm. I think it was an, another one that was under five minutes, and they seriously need to – uh, get that crap squared away because it's been super disrespectful, I think, to that entire bracket. Because the whole point of these King of the Ring, Queen of the Ring, whatever you want to go for, tournaments are supposed to be a showcase. Like, look at all the other ones AEW's done. Back in the day, all their matches go 15 to 20 minutes. And it's so each performer can get the chance to highlight themselves, showcase their skills, and then, you know, someone that gets a push, you get to make it to the next round, things like that. It's just a little ridiculous how little time they've gotten, I think. And I think we've that's been discussed Far and wide amongst uh, us, the crowds, the internet, everything. But uh, I think you're setting up Shayna Baszler to be your new queen, Queen's Crown winner. There you go. That's what it was. Queen, not Queen of the Ring. It's Queen's Crown. I'm sorry. The Crown of the Queen. Queen's Crowns of the of the Queen. All right. So yeah. I think Hunter and I both agree. Baszler, Diego. Yeah, Baszler. Baszler. I would agree. Okay. All right. Next one. King of the Ring Tournament Finals, it's going to be Finn Balor versus the winner of Xavier and Jinder Mahal. Um, I'm nervous. I won't lie. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you right now, I got, I got Rob over here on my phone. 
going and they just had Woods come out to have his match with Jinder. So before this episode ends, we likely will know the outcome. But as ahead of time, I'm going to hope that uh, Xavier Woods pulls it off because this man's been vying for the King of the Ring chance to be there, chance to be king for a very long time. And I don't think Jinder winning it. Obviously, he beat Kofi already with to get heat sucks. You know, I would have liked to see Kofi and Woods go at it. But now, if they're going to keep doing this just to rebuild gender like a mid-card heel, it's kind of a freaking waste, if you ask me. So I'm hoping it's going to be Xavier Woods, but we will see, hopefully, in the next 10 to 15 minutes. Uh, So we'll say Woods for now. Uh, I'm going to agree with you. I'm going to say Woods for now just because he's been been, uh, putting towards it. Um, but, But for me personally, I need not gender to win. <laughs> I just like this is the thing. It's like it's in Saudi, so like what makes them stop Jinder Mahal from winning the King of the Ring in Saudi? You know what I mean? It's WWE esque. But I'm gonna say Xavier Woods for now. Diego. In a way, I kind of want Finn, Finn Balor to win it, just because of the push that he's been getting. He seems to be hitting good strides and whatnot. In another way, I want Xavier Woods to win it. So I'm I'm at a loss here. I'm gonna go with Xavier Woods wins it, but it just wouldn't surprise me at all if it goes the way towards Finn Balor, to be honest with you. I wouldn't hate Finn Balor getting it. Uh King Dean. If it's not gonna be Woods, I would much prefer Finn Balor. I think we can all yeah. agree on that. Of yeah. the final three choices. Yeah, right, let's move on to the next one here. RK Bro. Defending the Raw Tag Team titles against AJ Styles and Omos. What do you think? Oh, I'm thinking RK, bro. Yeah. RK, bro, and I think. Yeah, he's frozen. Omos might, uh, almost might turn on AJ. Because I think with how Raw is, and he would do uh, a lot better, obviously, on the main feuds and everything like that. So we'll see. But I'm, I'm going to go with RK, bro, as well. Okay, so we heard RK, bro, freeze, 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 freeze. Omos might turn on AJ. RK, bro. <laughs> Maybe it's because I'm streaming raw. It's uh, probably I'm going to too much fucking uh, internet. I'm going to agree. I like RK, bro, here. Um, I we'll Just wrap it before you tap it. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if almost, if almost um almost turns on AJ, but if that was the case, I feel like they would have already done it by now, and they would have had AJ move up and smacked it on the draft, but God, who knows? It's WWE, anything can happen, but I like RK, bro, to retain. Too early for them to break up, I think. So hopefully they keep getting a little a chance to fit with someone besides them before losing the titles. Did you hear any of that? Did you pay your bill? No. No, I'm I'm no it's not up to me. It's up to my landlord. Oh. It's my landlord's bill. So they're also streaming about 18 devices downstairs. They paint. So it's probably uh, screwing me over right now. <laughs> it was bad again, right? Oh, God. It was a little bad. It was a little bad. Okay. Um, all right. What were we talking about? Because we got completely off track. Off track uh, RK Bro or over, right? Raw Tag Titles. Oh, I, I thought I had mentioned this. RK Bro already. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, I'm, I might have misheard you because I was hearing Hunnaman's fucking static from his lane line connection. <laughs> Heard that loud. play. <laughs> All right, next one. Uh, Hell in a Cell, <laughs> Edge versus Seth Rollins here. I think this is going to be the match of the evening. What do we think? 
I'm thinking edge. edge. Before my mic cuts out. Yep. Thinking <laughs> edge as well. So edge. Edge. I'm gonna go different. Edge. I'm gonna say Rollins. Turn off Monday Night Raw. You say Rollins. Okay. I hope this is the end of the feud because usually hell in a cells are a good reason to end a feud. It's off. Not dude. You literally look like you you were at, at a point where you looked like you were sneezing on freeze. <laughs> I turned everything off, so I don't know. It's definitely my landlord then. Using too many things. Oh, fucking kid. It's not Can't my fault. Can't it, sounds like right. land, it sounds like your landlord could use some shocked energy to wake up and pay the bill. <laughs> love, yeah, you're love probably right. Love that friend. All right. Next one. Triple threat for the SmackDown women's title. Let's go. Becky, Bianca, Sasha. Uh, what do we think? I'm thinking Sasha Banks. Sasha? Yeah. Hunnaman skipped again. Oh. <laughs> no, I didn't. I made the face. That's fucking fantastic. Even even better. Yeah, if, yeah. If, you're, if you're watching this on YouTube, that's even better. That like you see a little, and then Hunnam is just going. All right. Um, Diego, you said Sasha? Yep. All right. I am going. Becky's going to Raw. So is in Bel Air. Um, I think Becky, I think Becky retains, then her and Sasha are gonna switch just like um the profits in New Day did when they switched brands in um the draft. I mean, if this if this championship is anybody else's to win it, think about it. Becky already had her moment at SummerSlam. Bianca has had her moment already throughout this whole entire championship. Now it's time for Sasha to finally have her her moment, especially as she's working her way back into into things. I think at this point it's more of it's more on Sasha to win it than anything else. Tonight, tonight's Raw, there's also Charlotte versus Bianca for the title. Mm-hmm. So that could be a thing where Bianca pulls it off because Charlotte is going over to SmackDown. But then you have that extra mm-hmm. storyline of, oh, will Bianca Belair become a double champion or will Becky retain and at least a Sasha Banks? I think Sasha Banks is going to win it. They bring obviously the SmackDown title back because I don't think they're just going to exchange belts like they did last year Yeah, with like the that. tag champs. Because it just it, it wouldn't fit their character at all. Because Becky and Charlotte dislike each other already, so I think you're going to see Bel Air pull it off tonight, unless there's some shenanigans. And then and Sa- Thursday, Sasha Banks is who I'm going with. Okay. Um, main event: Universal Title Roman Reigns with Paul uh, Paul Heyman versus Brock Lesnar. What are we thinking? <laughs> I'm thinking Roman wins this one, but it's only because of Paul Heyman. On that, I, I, Roman, I think I think Paul Roman. Heyman will find a way to screw Brock Lesnar over a little bit, mm-hmm. as he's been staring the pot with the whole entire you know with the whole entire line that they've been trying to create. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously, Heyman hates when people screw up with his products, so. He's just gonna give him a taste of his medicine, but it's not like Reigns is gonna be able to physically be able to beat Brock Lesnar here. I think Brock is at the best shape he's been for quite a while, and uh, oh, this gotta be I a physical have, match for sure. I have such a bold take on this. You know what this match reminds you of, Hunterman? What 
remember Big Show versus Brock Lesnar for the title and Paul Heyman was in Big Show's corner? Yep. Oh. Well, he was well, he was in Lesnar's corner at the beginning. You talk about when he turned on him at Survivor Series and when, when 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 he low blowed the Big Show. Oh no! Oh, was it, it, it was the other way around? Yes, yes, yes. No, you're right. Oh my god, my brain hurts. He either, um, he either low blowed him or he like took a chair from Brock or something like that, you know, or something like that. But I, yeah. I think it's I think it's gonna be a little bit of the same here, uh, a little uh, role reversal. But I think Roman still pulls it out because he's gonna have uh, the Usos in his corner. So I think Roman wins, but I think um, we're losing um, the mouthpiece of Paul Heyman with Roman Reigns. I mean, to me, this match reminds me a lot of the match between Roman Reigns and uh, Kevin Owens. When Kevin Owens basically had him beat, and it was thanks to Paul Heyman that Reigns was able to get off of the handcuffs and run <laughs> run Kevin Owens over with a golf cart. Uh, this match yep, just yep. gives me that type of vibe at this point. Any final thoughts? Um, yeah, I think you're going to see I, – I, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Static yep. words. Uh, they're talking about this being another type of trilogy type thing where it could be because it seems the rock is now currently out of WrestleMania, which has was the rumor for a while. Then they took it out of the rumor mill. So you could see Roman versus Brock at mania again or the rumble, etc. So I think you're going to get some chicanery like always. Hopefully it's not like a DQ and all that nonsense, but uh, Usos, Heyman, it's going to be, they're going to throw it all at Brock just to beat him. So I think uh, this isn't the last time you see Rowan versus Brock before like April, but yeah. You know, what's also like something that wouldn't surprise me at all. You know how this is a Samoan bloodline thing and whatnot. Yeah. What if we see Samoa Joe just come out of nowhere and screw Brock Lesnar over as well as part of the bloodline. Sign me the fuck up. Anything that puts Samoa Joe on my television wrestling in. Was that all the matches, Jones? No. Yeah, we did. That was nine. What about Big oh, okay. E and McIntyre? Oh, I forgot about that. Sorry. Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> he needs some thank shock you. energy. God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that, throw, that's why we don't event. go to the gym for two weeks. <laughs> wow. The true main event: Big E versus Drew McIntyre <laughs> for the WWE title. Yes, sir. Uh, Big E. Yeah, Biggie has to be. Yeah, Drew's Drew's going to SmackDown. It seems like it's just kind of a dumb one-off match, even though it's cool to see the big meaty men slapping their meat. Got to be Biggie, because there's also rumor that they're rumoring to what are they? They're going to build back toward Biggie versus Lashley at Madison Square Garden in December for the title. So mm-hmm. again, that means Biggie retains and holds on to the title for the foreseeable future. So. All on board with that. All right. So, real quick, uh, I have Monday Night Raw on now because Hunman can't do both. And Jinder just fall. had a close call where Xavier's, uh, Xavier put his uh, arm on the bottom rope. Okay. Uh, it's probably uh-oh. a great match, but I can't fucking watch it. Live, live reaction. Xavier. Oh, 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 oh. Is that it? One, two, three. Xavier Wood pins him. Let's go. Yeah, let's go. Xavier Woods versus Finn Balor on Thursday at Crown Jewels. Winner is the king of the ring. (laughs) Love it. That's my guy. (laughs) He he deserves that, man. The other two got world titles. Just give him him the crown. I want to see that. Belly shirt's about to be sold in three, 
two, one. <laughs> oh. oh, I'm in. I'm in. All right, let's move on to the other company. Let's mm-hmm. talk the AEW World Title Eliminator Tournament. Um, so I think we, we basically called the majority of the field. Yeah. What, one pretty, little surprise in there. One little surprise. Uh, two, two surprises in there, really. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, Xavier Woods is talking, talking to the crown. <laughs> I can't help myself. Can't wait to watch it on YouTube later because that's all I have for my oh, life. Oh no! Yeah. Oh no! Kofi's giving him the. Oh no! He's gonna fucking lose. He's gonna lose. No, stop! Oh, right, tell me what you no. what what before the AW. Kofi just it. put the robe on him and the fucking the javel. I gave him the gavel, whatever the fuck it is. Fuck, we're screwed. Ben Bowles won. All right. No. Um. Oh, actually, Jones. <laughs> before we jump into AEW, don't forget the new rosters all debut next week, starting Monday. All right, no, it starts Friday. It might, might, might start Friday. No, I think it's Monday. Officially. Okay. Might be Friday. I don't know. We'll see. We'll they find pa- out. I think they probably Jesus said Monday. Jesus, take the wheel. Jesus, just take the fucking wheel. They probably said Monday because you don't know if you're going to get travel issues again, just like every time they go to Saudi Arabia, so they don't want to advertise the wrong people. So what probably Monday. But it says, it says next Monday is the season premiere of yeah. Monday Night Raw, a.k.a. the new roster and all that stuff. So. Okay. So let's move on to the AEW World Title Eliminated Tournament. Uh, so on the left side, we'll start off. We got uh, 10, who was a guy that we mentioned. We mentioned mm-hmm. 10. Mm-hmm. Uh, going up against John Moxley. What do mm-hmm. we think of that? I love that. Absolutely. I do that. like that. Yeah. Um, I do think John Moxley walks away with that victory. But I absolutely love I absolutely love that matchup though. I do too. It's very different and it's it's definitely unique for this is what that's what these types of tournaments are for. Yep. To put two guys in that haven't mixed it up very much or ever. Um, they have seemingly been hinting at like a heelish type thing for Moxley with their recent stuff on AEW. He like squashed somebody on Saturday and like kind of looked like an asshole doing it or something like that. So who knows? <laughs> if you want to make Love him it. a heel. You guys watching Rasta? Is it funny? No, nah, I'm not watching Raw. I'm, I'm watching you guys. No, I'm laughing at, laughing at you. Oh, okay. <laughs> Static. Uh, what was I going to say? Uh, the <laughs> Static. <laughs> I mean, 10 is beloved. The Dark Order is beloved. If you're trying to solidify Moxley as potentially a heel, there you go. Take out one of your most beloved baby faces. So I'm going to go uh, with Moxley as well. Uh, I'm going to agree and say Moxley wins this. Next one on that side, Orange Cassidy versus Powerhouse Hobbs. Oh. Now, I already know who won that match because they taped it, so I can't say anything. Give me Hobbs. <laughs> give, me, give, me, give me Orange Cassidy. I'll take Orange Cassidy in that. All right, next one. Right side. Plus orange boy right. takes Orange Guy. <laughs> um, Homies got to stay right. together. Yeah. Top right, Dustin Rhodes versus Brian Danielson. That was a surprise that he's even in it. That's so a beauty. I, I do – do like that. Yeah, I, I agree. I'm surprised that Dustin Rhodes has done it. <laughs> <laughs> that was, that is a surprise. You are correct. <laughs> but Brian Danson being in is definitely a big one. Yep. They had a nice little exchange on uh, Dynamite as well. Danielson was talking about his two matches with uh, Minori Suzuki and Bobby Fish over the weekend. I don't know if you guys have seen the Suzuki one with Daniel Bryan, and I keep saying it because it's just drilled into my head. But their match from Friday night was incredible. And it was only on YouTube. Yeah. But they beat mm-hmm. the piss out of each other. 
And I think there was some stat that they only went for like three pinfalls in 20 minutes because they were literally just punching and kicking the shit out of each other. So if you get the chance, take a gander. The match was A-plus quality. But uh, it's good to see Danielson still mixing it up. He had a little promo with Dustin saying, uh, you know, Dustin's like, hey, I've never been a world champion, so I'm going to come for you. So hopefully they'll get some time. But I think I think we can all say Danielson's going to win. That'd be weird if they didn't do that. Yeah, Danielson's going to win. Yeah. All right. Uh, Diego, Danielson? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Next one, Lance Archer versus Eddie Kingston. This is a doozy. They So they feuded, if I'm not mistaken, like four months ago, right? Mm-hmm. So they're going back to it. So there's some heat there. But I don't – I can't – honestly, off the top of my head, I can't remember – how their feud ended. So I think I'm going to go with Lance Archer because he tends to get a big match or two than to lose. But I'm going to stick with him. I'm going to take Kingston in this one, I think. I would like that better. So I like your Just because I think Kingston versus Danielson might might be must-watch TV. Mm -hmm. Who's he taking Archer? I think who could cost him the match. Taking Archer? Yeah, I'm taking Lance. Okay. Yeah. All right, so then Moxley versus... Orange Cassidy, Moxley versus Hobbs for Diego's sake. I mean, I feel like the finals, you're going to see Moxley Danielson. I think we can just go right to that, right? Yeah. That's a yeah. great pay-per-view match. Yeah. Two familiar, because... familiar foes. They haven't mixed it up in AEW yet. Yep. Um, what do you think wins that, though? You think Danielson or you think Moxley? I think Moxley, if they're going with this heel route, because I still 100% think Hangman is going to win the title. I don't know if you guys saw his promo on Saturday, but it was magnificent. And that man, he deserves it. He's he's more over than Danielson, more over than Punk. Name it. He's just the most overdue on the roster, longest story building on the roster for the last two plus years. It's his fucking time. So I think you're, you could see him in a first feud with Moxley, which would be really, really interesting. I just have a weird feeling that I actually, I could see Moxley being the one that uh, beat Danielson for the first time. But I'm gonna, say Danielson, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna say Danielson just off the off chance that um, he's not right. Diego, Diego. I don't know. I mean, if we see Danielson and Moxley, I'm going with Moxley as well. Um, I think he's done well enough to kind of deserve that. Um, but if we go with Danielson versus Powerhouse Hobbs, I'm I'm taking Danielson all day. So uh, I'm I'm in the middle. I'm in the middle on that one. Okay. Were you guys surprised to see Jungle Boy left off this one? Yeah, a little bit. Because I, I had to double check. I had to do a double take a couple times. And I was like, wow, he's just like, it's just interesting. Because they say it's a world title eliminator tournament. So I think it's once you get a title shot with the current champion, you go like way back to the back of the line. So these are all guys that have clawed their way back up or hadn't gotten the opportunity yet. If I'm not Makes mistaken. Makes sense. Makes so sense. Would, yeah. So I, I think they actually care about, you know, that stuff. So that'd be cool. But uh, they're going to do, I think they do a match a week with Dynamite and Rampage leading into full gear. And uh, yeah, I think you're going to see Moxley versus Danielson for sure. I mean, yeah. another good thing happening for, for AEW right now, too, is I don't know if you guys saw, but Tony Khan's reaction towards the ratings, that mm-hmm. was that was electric. That's exactly the type of behavior you want to be seeing in a, in a company that's clearly progressing in the right direction. 
Now, I have, a, I have an open-ended question for you guys more so. So it's cool <laughs> that AEW beat them in that key demographic, like 18 to 34, whatever it is. They beat them by like 70,000 or whatever it is. What uh, Do you guys think that matters, or did you more so look at the total rating? Because SmackDown beat them still by like 300,000 if you go by total. I look, at, I, I look at the total viewers. I mean, yeah. I understand that you're, try, you're winning and hitting your demographic, but at the same time um, – I don't know. You gotta. You I mean, gotta look at you gotta look at the, the whole number. You gotta yeah. look. I, I think in that question, you gotta look at the hot markets right now. So you gotta look at markets like Chicago, Atlanta, Dallas, even Houston. Houston is huge for for wrestling. Um, Washington D.C. Mm-hmm. All these hot markets, right? If you look at all these hot markets, like yeah, well, the game was about point seventeen. In around those areas, you gotta think that 0.17 equals out to about 11 to 15 percent of the typical viewing for SmackDown. That's a dip that they can't take at all on a Friday night. So, mm-hmm. no matter what shape or form you look at it, like, yeah, if you're gonna look at it from a number standpoint, yeah, obviously SmackDown is still thriving. Like, okay, fantastic. But AEW, on the other hand, like, they're slowly chomping at the bit and 11% loss is not something that you want to be raving about. Yeah. yeah no. I, I appreciate the passion that Tony Khan's got for it. You know, he's, he's building towards it. And he got super heated, as we saw the last mm-hmm. week, once he found out SmackDown was doing the extra half hour. And uh, I don't know. Actually, I haven't checked the viewers for the YouTube pre-show buy-in, which had Danielson <clears throat> and Suzuki along with, like, Bobby Fish in action. So I'll, I'll have to take a look at that. But uh, yeah, I just. So I mean, I'm, I'm, I think AEW needs to chill a little bit with this like narrative because their whole thing has always been, oh, we're an alternative, we're not competition. But then the second they win something, like holy shit, we're competition, and then they lose, like, well, we're not competition. So it's like just stay consistent. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, I agree with that message absolutely. Um, I think at this point, the narrative is no matter what shape or form you look at it, they're both competing. And if you look at the previous report, the one that Khan is celebrating, you have every reason to celebrate. Because if you look at the demographic, the age demographic in that report, which I'm looking at right now, it's 18 Mm -hmm. to 49. So no matter what shape or form you're looking at it, whether it's the young core that's trying to get into the product of wrestling or whether it's the older crowd that has gone through decades of watching this, you're slowly fading away as WWE. So if you're at AEW, yeah, you're building the right pieces. However, now you have to build towards a future because majority of these wrestlers that you have on your card are in the 30 to 40-year-old range. Mm. At that point, you kind of only have about five to 10 years writing after that, and then what? Which is exactly what happened to SmackDown and what happened to to Raw. Mm -hmm. They sat on their laurels, and now they're just hoping – to utilize whatever is left over of the old dominion to make it work. Yep. I do agree with that. The thing too, that I would point out that was cool based on just that demographic key. AEW's total viewers was in like the five sixties, I yeah. believe five seventies. Yep. But they beat them in that demographic where it was like 330, 340,000. So the majority of their viewers was in that key demo. So it's like almost an, almost another moral victory for them yeah. as well. You know, as far as total viewers, SmackDown had a lot more, maybe older people and like kids watching, but they had that key demographic along with some stragglers. So if they're they're hitting what they're looking for, it seems. 
and they're targeting the right markets, like I said. Those, yeah. those markets where obviously this is the type of age group you're going to be in to find. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What do you think there, Jones? I mean, I just think that they're so reliant on these minuscule numbers that they'll take anything and it's a moral, it's a morale victory for them, which I get, don't get me wrong. Yeah. But at the same time, they're, you're in the same mindset that I'm in Huntington. Like you can't say you're not competition. Then you win something. Oh yeah. Look at us. We are competition. And then you lose, you know, uh, you know we're not competition. It's just, you have to have the same mindset. You said it to yourself. You're no Ted Turner. Ted Turner was hundred percent competition for Vince McMahon. He failed. Mm. If you want to keep this going, you have to keep the product fresh. You have to keep it going, keep it smooth and, just, just ride, just ride it out. Did Did you see what Tony Khan said about Ted Turner? <laughs> no, I did not. <laughs> he said if Ted Turner had his mind for wrestling, WCW would still be in business today. So wow. bold take. And again, I think again, I like Tony Khan. I think he does well. Everyone who works for him seems to love him. But you can tell he's getting real, like real, real invested, which is great for your owner. But again. Let's just let's hopefully he doesn't get too big of a head, you know. Mm-hmm. Last thing we need to see him have some crazy downfall or breakdown of just complete creative control and nixing everything and taking away everybody's freedom. Then you're in another situation, what like TNA, where where they the booking was kind of trash. They had big names, but they never even came close to competing with WWE. So let's hope it maintains the freedom, and uh, they slowly keep building. You know, they have a there was actually there was even there was a ton of beef between both companies this week actually now that I'm about, you see a roman reigns said some shit about cm punk yeah uh, saying you know he's he's old and he's missed he's missing a few steps since he's come back all well and good but then he also said that they have like a niche a niche audience that only goes so far punk was like go fuck yourself <laughs> and uh it's it's been it's it is heated i do like the spirit of the competition that's that's more so what i'm getting at yeah I, lo- I love it too, and I and yeah, I saw I saw that back and forth trash talk, which was wonderful and entertaining. Um, the one thing for Tony Khan that I agree with you, he's giving me huge Shane McMahon nineteen ninety nine vibes when <laughs> WWE was starting to really like take off and thrive. This is exactly what Tony Khan is behaving like. How are you gonna behave when you crash and burn? Are you gonna pull another Shane McMahon and just disappear into air, thick air? Maybe. You know, so yeah, it is interesting. To, it's interesting to see how it's kind of unfold, but uh, yeah, like I said, spirit of competition, and so it's good for everybody. You know, I feel even Raw's been better, SmackDown's been superb mostly. It's just good for the business. Now, the main concern is just NXT. I think NXT is coming to a, to a wash. People are like, I've heard a lot of praise for it, but they're they're like you, like we said before. Or they're pushing a lot of those new people that aren't necessarily established yet, but you got to get them established somehow. Wow. So we will see how that keeps shaping up. Static. A lot of, dude, I don't even recognize like three quarters of the roster now. I don't either. <laughs> I don't recognize yeah, I three mean, quarters of the roster. That's kind, of, but that's kind of like the beauty of it, I think. But that's when it was at, it was really good and on the on the network when it was like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. This isn't a mm-hmm. network. It's this is a, a televised company that pays for this so right right they need to get uh get a move on sooner rather mm-hmm. than later i didn't see their figures for this past week but i think it had gone up a bit let me double check i don't know i'd have to i'd have to look it up i thought they were in Fi- the low sixes this past fi- week. Fi- final final thoughts final thoughts while i look this up <laughs> 
That's it, man. That's all I got for you. I think the only thing I'm going to say is I think a lot of people, you're going to get a lot more of the uh, back and forth between the AEW and WWE guys, which is, again, good for business. And I think AEW is going to put a lot of effort into this tournament because of how much backlash WWE is getting for the women's portion of theirs. So I think they're going to, you know, do a little something to just give the, the people their time, like 20, 25 minutes a match. So uh, it'll be cool to see all these guys get their time. Okay. Uh, AEW babied by fans by Roman Reigns. Okay. Um, hold on. Look, scrolling, 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 looking for numbers, looking for numbers. Uh, 632 this week. So low, low sixes, which I think up a little bit from because they're like high fives last week or something or two weeks ago. But steady increase, hopefully. Obviously, now you're getting the fall with all these sports picking up. So Raw had a pretty mm-hmm. low rating. Uh, AW is going to struggle a little bit. Now you got footballs on all the time. Baseball's in the playoffs, the best time of the year. Hockey and basketball are back. So it's going to be interesting to see how low some of these numbers can actually get. Yeah. All right. So that being said, um, thank you to our friends over at Couch Guy Sports. Uh, thank you for, for our sponsor at Shock Energy. Make sure you go use that www.shockenergy.com. Code CGSN for 10% off. Uh, from Diego Galvis, Andrew Hahnemann, I'm Chris Jones. That's 30 episodes worth, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I didn't think we'd get past 10 without killing each other, but here we are. Uh, <laughs> signing off 30 episodes All away. Cases. Uh, we'll see you guys at some point uh, for episode 31. Peace. See ya.